This is a Soulfire production. Hi, everybody. Happy Tuesday. So excited to be here with you um, on my birthday. Today I'm recording this. I just turned 34, which is wild to think about and say, I don't even really resonate with that age, which is so funny. If I think back to my younger years, I wanted so much by the time I was 30. And I just feel like so much has changed for me in how I want things now and really have learned to enjoy the present moment and just love each chapter and each year as it is. Uh, My mom always says, each decade gets better. Your 30s are better than your 20s. Your 40s are better than your 30s. And I really do agree with that. Birthdays for me, you know, for many years, I was just going, 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 party, move on. Um, Birthdays for me have always been really reflective. I've never been someone that's like a huge celebratory, let's have my birthday month. I know so many people are like that. Let me have my birthday week. I've never really been like that. When I lived out in California, I would go drive up to Santa Barbara by myself and just sit by the water and reflect. I would maybe go take a mini staycation or I would just kind of have a self-care day and, and love on myself. And this birthday for me is no different. Obviously it's COVID and I'm in Chicago right now and there's not much to do. Um, today I'm actually going to get the opportunity to grab a quick bite to eat with my parents, which is a super, super blessing. And, um, maybe go grab a, a spa date with one of my girlfriends on Friday, which I'm really grateful for. And just do little spurts of self-love and, and fill up moments with people while I can. Um, but what I wanted to share today is, is just a reflection of this past year. I really wanted to sit down and say, what did I learn during 33? (laughs) When I was 33, what lessons did I take with me? What really nailed home for me? And what did I really integrate this year? So I, I wrote down 10 different lessons that 33 taught me. And maybe some of these could be of service to you. And maybe you can take some time upon your birthday this year. I know I have a lot of Aquarius friends out there and their birthdays are coming up to just sit down and reflect on what you learned over the past year and get clear on on what blessings were presented to you. Because I know this year was super challenging for a lot of people. So my first lesson of 33 was that life is precious and to live every minute of it. While I didn't particularly lose anyone close to me this year, few uh, people that I love and care about deeply as friends lost uh, people that were very close to them this year. And, you know, witnessing how quickly that happened, um, you know, just it puts things in perspective um, to just do all the things, say all the things you want to say, create all the things you want to create, um, move forward things that you might be putting off. And so this year I was able to, you know, move some things forward that I've wanted to do, you know, for a long time, which, you know, and and I've been been able to spend quality time with people that I love and care about, you know, 
whether it's via making Zoom calls a priority on a weekly basis, you know, staying in touch with childhood girlfriends, making sure I do FaceTimes, but just really saying things and showing up and creating what I wanted to create. I think this year has been a year about living, you know, just live um, as, as confined as we may have been um there's ways to create beautiful moments. So that's one of my lessons. The second lesson I learned this year is for myself to make moves even when I'm scared. Like I I realized truly this year how much um, I've lived in my head a lot of my life. And, and I know deeply inside of my heart, there's a wisdom about me that knows what to do, knows the next move, knows what's best for me, even if nobody else understands that. And so I really learned this year that making moves is freedom for me because what I crave and what I believe we crave as humans is evolution in whatever way that looks like. You know, that doesn't have to look like transformation. That can just look like becoming who we've always been, you know, and and doing what we know is best for us. And so for me, that really hit home this year. And I and I realized how much peace I had in just taking the next step forward, you know, with this podcast, with opening up a new center. It's like we can question, we can doubt, we can sit in the maybe, we can have excuses around, well, it's COVID, well, it's this. And what I've personally found is my personal freedom comes from making moves. My personal freedom comes from making moves and moving the the needle one step forward. Also moved the needle, completed a nonprofit this year, which is really cool. I'm going to, I'm going to launch it in 2021. You guys are going to hear a lot about it, but moved three big needles forward and just feels really, really peaceful inside of my system. And I'm clear that progress is really what my system craves. So how can I moving forward, integrate that lesson and just take the next step forward, even when my brain wants to overanalyze um, everything about it. Uh, lesson number three for me was the little moments in flow are the best. I don't know if you guys had an opportunity to watch Soul, the new Disney Plus movie. I watched it four times. I loved it so much. And there's this part where there he's in the zone or they show what the zone is. Really, it's where you pop up and you're, you know, in an athlete's slam dunking and just in his moment, in his zone, when a musician's in their zone. You know, for me, there are many moments where I'm in my zone when I'm just being super goofy or I'm, you know, on a bike ride or I'm just having a blissful moment laughing and dancing. And cr I created a lot of those this year through opening up a new cafe here in Chicago. We had so many moments where we turned up the music. We had it so funny. We have this guy above us. We call him Decimal Dave because he'll always be like, can you turn it one decimal down? Oh my gosh, we laugh so hard. But these moments where we crank it up and we're just dancing and, you know, Chicago, we had the best weather this summer, just hopping on a divvy and jumping in Lake Michigan. And, and these little in-between moments are for me the most joyful. So how can I create more in-between moments? You know, it's not necessarily the accomplishment, but it's, uh, the silly moments. It's the looking in each other's eyes um, and just seeing each other. It's the 
freaking belly laugh moments. It's how can I have more intimate dinners, intimate conversations? Those are really what I soaked up this year. Even just holding my niece for the first time, like that was such a blissful moment for me. So it's the small moments that were the best, that are the best. So how can I create more of that consistently? Number four, lesson of 33, uh, meaningful relationships matter. Oh, this makes me kind of emotional. I think this year I just decided I want more meaningful relationships and less fluff. And so, you know, I think as we grow and we evolve and we change, so do our circles of friends and everybody can serve us. You know, I think we have friends for different things, for different reasons. I don't think everything, everyone can be, you know, one thing for us, right? They can't be all the things rather for us, but they can fulfill different sides of us. And I just wanted to go deeper with a few people this year. And and I just have brought in some really close friends in my life where I feel equally met, equally held. And I just really, really, really grateful for that. And, you know, just those two or three or four deeper friendships really matter. And so I, I want to go deeper in in with close with with less relationships and that's something that I'm going to continue to take with me moving forward is how can I nourish a few relationships and allow myself to be equally held in the way that I really do hold and support my friends and give right how can I receive in the same way and I and I really moved forward with that this year and I and I let other relationships you know, fall. It was not fall away, but just this, every relationship serves a different purpose. And maybe um, not all of them have to be as deep. Not all of them have to be, you know, I have to give all of me. Right. But there's those few that I am really, really, really grateful for. Number five, lessons of 33, uh, duality. I really learned about this year through um, honestly hanging out a lot with my friend, Megan Taylor. I think she's such a beautiful teacher inside of this. Um, but really learning that all of me is important and good. I think for so long, I looked at the parts of me um, that were intense and, you know, the athlete and the go-getter as like bad, right? Or labeling the sides of me that were wild and wanted to be free and don't want control as bad. But, but really, they're an important part of me and they get to be nourished. And I think when we label parts of us that we deem as bad they actually um don't integrate into us so i i really have taken a different look at all parts of me and how all parts of me are so so important and to love them and to honor them and to own them and to use them right powerfully as long as they're met and they're heard and they're acknowledged um and not judged and they're loved right okay lessons of 33 number six Babies can change your life forever. Yes. I watched my brother become a dad. I watched my sister-in-law become a mom. Uh, my grand, my mom and dad became grandparents. I became an auntie. This was the first baby in our family. It was such a blessing. Little Marigold James Goldie is her nickname. And she's just changed all of our lives in, in so many ways. And it's been obviously challenging with her coming through in COVID, but also such a blessing. Um, I've watched my brother become so much more present and just joyful. Um, and 
I just, I mean, she's expanded my heart in, in so many ways. And it's so cool to see my brother, you know, my dad. It's really, really, really touching. Um, so babies are blessings. I mean, I knew it, but to experience it, that's a whole nother thing. Seven. Learned to ask for help from something greater. So there were a few times this year where I'm just like, man, like, how am I going to do it all? Or how am I going to do this? Or how am I going to get this handle? And, you know, with all the work that I've done and all the books that I've read, and I know so many of you can relate to this, I think sometimes we forget to practice what we know. And one of the things that I know, one of my favorite books of all times is A Course in Miracles. A Course in Miracles. And it talks about the mo- like a miracle moment, like creating a miracle moment. And I do believe in miracles. I do believe in um, moments where like the divine can come in and support you. And I've had three or four of those this year where all one of my um, best friends, moms passed this year and she was just such a beast. She was such a savage. She's so beautiful. I so wish I would have had her on this podcast. And again, you know, life is precious. That's one of the things I learned. It's like when you, when you hear something, do it, make it happen. But she, um, I'll ask for her support from the other side all the time. I'll be like, "Mm, I need this happen. Linda, let's go. Let's get this done. Right. (laughs) And it happens or I'll ask for, Hey, I need support with this in ways that I couldn't even comprehend or understand. Can you please show me or support me with this? And I've seen instant results within 24 hours in ways I couldn't have even imagined. (laughs) And so I really did learn how to ask for support from something much greater because I believe there are so many unseen forces that want to support us and, and are here to support us, but we just have to ask for it. Eight, being me feels good. Being me feels good. You know, I think with the rise in social media and the rise with so much availability for people to share their lives and their opinions and, you know, how they see the world, we can get caught like super, super easily into other people's lives and forget to live our own, right? And I don't think I've ever been somebody that, you know, experienced jealousy or experienced, um, like FOMO because I've always really truly loved my life and loved who I am. However, I just feel like in a new way this year, I've, I've come to appreciate my preferences and my beliefs and who I am and what I love. I love me. I really do. I love being me. Um, and I love experiencing life through my lens. And obviously that's ever evolving and ever shifting. However, I have a deeper sense of gratitude and excitement about me. All right. Lessons of 33. Number nine, life can be so much simpler. (laughs) And I've always said it, like I go in these waves where I'm like, I could have nothing and go, you know, live in a mountain in India. And then I'm like, and I want everything and I want to buy an amazing home and I want to have all the things. And I, and I've gone like so far each way. However, I think that there's a way that I found like a middle ground with all of that and and living simpler was a I believe a lesson for all of us this year. Like just the amount of you know 
meetings we had, conversations we had, and travel in order to do that. And I'm like, is all of that really appropriate? Is it really necessary in order to to meet the bottom line and to achieve what we're trying to achieve? And so I have come to appreciate simplicity in a new way this year. Um, when it comes to, you know, I, I'm really enjoying not wearing nail polish for a year. You know, I know that's simple, but it's just like, Think of like that's whatever, 12 hours a year at least going to get your nails done. And um, just less is more and we can get a lot more done and have a lot more space for the things we really want to do. I just think there was so much running around and, you know, looking good for this and then going to this event. But what what were we really getting done? Right. I just think there was so much busyness and not a lot of clarity and simplicity on getting shit done and then doing what you really want to do. Like living this year awakened my values and I feel like it awakened the values of people around me. And so it just felt felt really at peace with creating a simpler life this year. And I really, really want to take that moving forward, no matter how busy the world gets again and how chaotic the world gets again. It's something that I actually truly, truly enjoyed about 2020 and 33. Um, lessons of 33, number 10. My truth is my truth. And for me, peace, happiness, health, and freedom above all else are so important to me. Finding my peace, having my health, staying joyful and happy, and feeling a sense of freedom inside of myself. And supporting others and finding that for themselves. And I think, like I said earlier, um, there was such an abundance of opinions and wild judgment online this year and far left and far right and you're wrong. And this is this. And it's for me, like I've just been able to just be so at peace with what's true for me. And it just feels so good in owning that no matter what anyone else thinks or anyone else says. And I've found a way that to no matter what in 33 come back to neutral through the skill sets that I've, you know, cultivated through the years, through the friendships that I've had, through the people that I know that I can reach out to when I get off, off kilter. And I just have really realized that finding my peace in my center, in my neutrality, is so, so, so important because if I don't have that, then life, no matter what I'm doing or what I'm achieving, is not fun, right? So I'm sure there's so many more lessons of 33. These were the first 10 that came to mind, um, stream of consciousness, but I think it's a fun exercise. It's a fun exercise for all of us to do on a yearly basis to just go back and say, what I learned this year, what I learned next year, you know, what what do I want to take forward with me? And I just thank you guys for being a part of this journey with me. You were a big part of my 33. We started this together. Uh, wanted to start this podcast for many years, and I just so happened to start it this year. And so you guys were a huge part of that journey with me, for me. I couldn't do this without you. We're growing every single week. Yeah, I'm excited to continue to grow this together. So these were my lessons. I hope they resonated. I hope they supported you with deepening you know, maybe your understanding of yourself and, and really digging deep for the things that, that you've found about yourself this year and what you want to take with you moving forward. 
again, thank you so much. And, you know, 34 is going to be a fun year. I do think age is honestly just a number to me. This is all just a blur. Um, and it's going to be another fun year of loving the little moments, moving the needle forward, changing more lives, creating more places of health, happiness, freedom, um, giving more people an opportunity, um, giving back in a bigger way and receiving love in a really big way for me. So I'm excited for what 34 has to bring and I'm grateful for all of you. So until next week, stay activated. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please share this episode and DM us. We'd love to interact with you about all you learn and create from this. If you love this podcast, please go ahead and subscribe to get real-time updates when all new episodes go live. And if you can, please leave us a review. It will help us grow our community and our message to support more leaders on their growth journey. If you want to continue to hang out with me, follow me on Instagram at Laura E. Holloway and subscribe to my weekly newsletter at lauraeholloway.com for weekly downloads, blogs, upcoming workshops, events, and more. Stay aligned and make your move. I'll see you next week.